Yo, Chuck, run a power move on him. May I say something to you to give you a true knowledge of yourself and life so that the same glory and success attained by other men who understand themselves may be yours? Man in the full knowledge of himself is a superb and supreme creature of creation. When man becomes possessor of the knowledge of himself, he becomes master of his environment, the captain of his own ship, the director of his own destiny, the accomplisher of his own ends. Uh, before this episode of the Brooklyn Combine Cast, we just like to invite those in the New York area who have school-age children up to high school um, to participate in our mentoring and academic program, which includes coding, mock trials, history, trips, guest speakers, and really is just an effort on our part to um, hopefully be a part of the newer generation of young people who are critically thinking and who are invested in their narrative and committed to their narrative and not being a part of this continued marginalization of, of young black children. So school-age children all the way up to high school. We've even had college students uh, participate. We've had law students participate. We've been in Brownsville for a while doing it. It's at Brownsville in conjunction with our sister and partner, Principal Nadia Lopez at Mott Hall Bridges Academy. We do it on Saturdays from about 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you have people who you think could benefit from the program and participate, please come down. And we are starting the program up again the week of September 14th. Peace. Peace, peace. This is the Brooklyn Combine. We are the Brooklyn Combine. Who's in attendance? Oh, man. Kenneth Montgomery, I'm here. Philip Shummy's in the building. Peace. Brother Molly X in the I'm, building. I'm Muslim. <laughs> Why everybody think you Muslim, so it's all right. And so Keith White. So let's just jump into it. Yeah, hey, we, we you know what guys, we, we just gotta say, you know. I know y'all probably think what are y'all doing? why didn't drop something? Yeah, we didn't drop anything because nobody wanted to drop anything. We're like we're like artists, podcasters. Like we don't feel it. Yeah, we, we weren't vibing. <laughs> yeah. nah, we like everybody. Is, everybody else is falling to the madness of the world. We're on fire. Rainforest is on fire. No, we we uh. Now we, we wanted. I know what it is. Know it is. Like, we wanted to be, be inspired by. We wanted to be inspired by Jay Z raps <laughs> and oh, oh, oh. and Donald Trump tweets. Oh shit! Listen. <laughs> Listen, hi guys. We we really um, miss doing this. Actually, it's 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 a great way for us to to circle the wagons. And um, so you know, this is a kind of a stream of consciousnessness episode, I guess. What are we gonna start? You know what? Nah, seriously. You know what I wanted to think about this week, guys. We talk about a lot of stuff on our thread every day. Like that's one of the beautiful things about. Um, I think our community is that despite that, you know, we get down with each other in, in several ways. Our families, our children, our, our mothers, our fathers, um, you know, we really get down with each other. But on a daily basis, we really converse to figure things out because, you know, this, this space isn't really paved for us to walk. 
So it helps when, when we, we really move as, as a unit, as individuals, but as a unit. But the one thing I was thinking about this week is that everybody loves quoting Malcolm and James Baldwin and mm-hmm. Ida B. Wells and mm-hmm. Fannie Lou Hamer and mm-hmm. uh, Dr. It's very, yeah. Clark it's very and, fashionable right now. Yeah. You know, whoever you what can you name, mean? right? Alicia Definitely Keys. Definitely worth quoting. Swiss Beats. Yo, but... But yeah, we love quoting Garvey. Garvey, yo, big up the Marcus Garvey. Nah, respect his birthday. Respect Garvey. Yo, but even big up, I believe the Haitian Revolution actually happened on August 22nd or something like that. Yo, that noise y'all hearing is Phil Phil the Snack King. Phil eats some wild, (laughs) dirty snacks from the corner store. He's definitely like, you definitely had to wipe the dust off to see what it was. Like, what is this? That shit is, that shit say April 2015, man. March 2020. So that's like some old yeah, cartoon. Remember, like some Bugs Bunny, like yeah, food listen, for humans, food listen, for for humans. Listen, wipe with the dust off. We talk as if those people, people like to talk about, were always loved. Yo, all those people, and when I say people, I'm talking about those people who sacrificed themselves and their lives, their family, their communities. The Malcolms, the Fred Hamptons, the Hueys, the you know Elaine Browns—you name it—they were not liked. Mm-mm. And when I say they weren't liked, they weren't liked. We know they weren't liked by white supremacy. They weren't liked in the black community. Yeah, they weren't liked they by were, people they, they fought were on and died the for. Fringe mm-hmm. of the black community. Mm-hmm. So now it leads us to today. Like, who's the most instrumental black person as far as y'all concerned Jay-Z. in today's society? Jay Z. Um, I mean, I, that would have to be quantified, though. Like, in, no, in, like, in what about sense? In mass America, black. Oh, you mean in popular culture? Popular culture. Jay Z. Uh, Jay Z. Jay Z is the NFL now. Yo, right? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't think kids really pay attention to him as much as we think. I think uh, the person moving culture, mm-hmm. um, the most, mm-hmm. um, is super bifurcated, and that's probably one of the problems, right? We don't have like. A black leader. No, I think that that's a positive, though. In general, mm-hmm. we don't have like black leaders in general. I think that a lot of the kids, a lot of the younger kids, like younger people, um, they're they're a bit disconnected from generationally. They're disconnected from from people of a different generation. But who's like moving black culture? I mean, I think overall Beyonce is probably the most powerful <sighs> entertainer. Right. Hurry, hurry, Jay Z. Though. They like, they like one. They like really one. They getting all the deals. They, they like, you know what I'm saying? Like people will argue with you, get upset if you have any criticism about them. Um, like, like, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Ah. First of all, one, it's a bad thing. You should always be able to hold anybody accountable, regardless of who they are. So anytime, anytime that. You can't have respectful, or not even respectful. You can't have dissent. Mm-hmm. It's problematic. Um, but I beg to differ. I think that um, I don't. I don't know that they they come as one when it comes to uh, their impact. I think that. Um, what does Beyonce stand for? Oh, I don't know what she stands for. I just know that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What I just I just know that when she puts for. out. I know that when she puts out music, or when she when she uses her platform to discuss something, it instantly trends. Why? Um, well, I don't know. 
Mm-hmm. Her music is, is permeates the culture. People, you know, women are into her. What's interesting is I don't think that her music permeates the culture that way, that much because you listen to the radio. Is it because she? She money? doesn't. She doesn't dominate the radio waves. Is it because she make money? That she's kind of like the top, you know, woman performer. Yeah, here's my problem, right? I think it's less about her and more about us. Yeah. The reason why is because we're infatuated with celebrity. So if somebody sells you celebrity, why though, son? I don't understand why. Um, that I don't know. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't. I, I one thing I wouldn't do is I wouldn't, and not that we are doing this, but that's certainly nothing unique in terms of people feeling unempowered. You can go. That's if somebody want to go to Europe. They can look at Greco-Roman society, coliseums, you know, bread and circuses. People enjoy being able to externally sort of you know vicariously live through these people and the more impoverished they are the more weak they feel the more empowered they can feel unfortunately through watching these other individuals reach accomplishments and heights and feats that they might think they may want ironically enough phil and i were having a discussion about this very topic it was it was slightly different but it was packaged around people creating these personalities online right so on social media this person is a public figure this person's a uh, you know, uh, uh, Instagram model or whatever. And in the gaming world, you would see people who would create a wholly separate type of character and they could live through that. So that would let them get away from the misery of their otherwise daily existence selling their labor. Now with social media in this way, people can be these types of personalities that they want to be, but they can, you know, look like themselves. So with these for these celebrities, they become a way for them to, I guess, feel connected to them. And in a new way, right? Like they can go on whoever's page and like something and feel like they're getting closer to them, having a conversation. So that worship of celebrity is certainly nothing new. But today, the tools that exist can exaggerate it to a whole new degree because these people can really feel connected to it. The worship of celebrity is just another element of capitalism. No, but but it precedes capitalism, though. Yeah, Yeah. But but for me, and what we're living today... Mm -hmm. Capitalism, we forget how much capitalism is informed by slavery. Mm-hmm. The concept of slavery, sure. slavery mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Ex- exploitation. Mm-hmm. And in today, today's world, mm-hmm. where you have a group of people, and I'm talking about black people in this country. Um, I'm talking about black people specific to the American experience. Mm-hmm. They have not had a, an ascension into whiteness. Mm-mm. The ascension into whiteness has been individualistic. And based on celebrity or, hey, I pull myself up by the bootstraps, which is a whole nother right. um, conversation yeah, yeah, about yeah. that, you know. Mm-hmm. And celebrity affords black people to live permanently yeah, yeah. in the fantasy and to make sense of a value that they like to prescribe to, but they necessarily haven't done yet. No, I agree. Especially, yeah. especially popular popular sort of celebrity because so when you to, to back up a bit you're right in that when we look at marginalized people historically we don't have to we can simply deal with the u.s that particular historical narrative black people given our unique history has never been promised as a people that they could ascend to actual whiteness yeah you always would have the individual but as a group no no matter how hard you work you simply couldn't become white but what you can do is become the best jester and so then that became a goal to be obtained. And now when you couple that with 
the way that people relate to time now in this hyper short way, because everything is so disposable, you can, as they say, like live in the now. It's a different kind of intoxication. It's mm-hmm. a different kind of hyper momentary. I mean, in order to solve meaningful problems, you will have to sacrifice time. Yeah. You absolutely have to sacrifice and, some and, and time. That's where, that's where I don't, throughout this podcast, I want people to think of all those great people who sacrificed their lives that yeah. people always talk about. Understand that those people weren't well-liked when they were alive. So my question is, do black celebrities placate the people, black people, for self-gain under the premise of social justice? Was Jay-Z getting paid hush money to take uh, the heat off of the NFL and have a bunch of Negroes say, yo, Jay getting his, yo, Brooklyn, all this other stupid cliche shit, Mm -hmm. only for the 100% white ownership, probably 70% Trump owner, uh, Trump backers in the NFL to say, yo, Gabe, high five, Mortimer. And Jay-Z got hush money to take the heat because they they understood. Because here's my, here's my, listen, I don't know, but I would gather and surmise that if you went to the inner workings and inner circle of Rocka, Rockefeller, mm-hmm. a live nation or whatever title and whatever these social circles that Jay-Z uh, mm-hmm. moves around in, mm-hmm is that there's very few people who look like him. And the guys making the decisions are usually the guys in the suits. And I'd imagine that somebody made a wane of things to say, what is his social value? Mm-hmm. Like, Because for me, he doesn't need the NFL. Right. He doesn't need the NFL. He, he's, a, he's like King Joffrey, like, or whatever, King whoever. He's sitting on the top of a space where whatever he does... Him and his wife, they're good. He ventured into a messy situation from a corporation that has been historically built on racism, mm-hmm. which is the NFL. Mm-hmm. 100% white ownership, 70 to 80% black workers. The I, say, I say white or white adjacent. There's two yes, that are not white, yes. but they're okay. white adjacent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he ventured into a situation and sort of commandeered the narrative and now the narrative is what he's saying and now he's going to take the heat for it but somebody's saying yo hold on let's think about it in black culture will people support him will more people support him or will will more people be um, critical of what he did and I think the analysis is more people will support him and even those that don't support him the, 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 the controversy of it all we still making money. Exactly. Wow. And that and that goes to the to to the point that we often make, right? That in this country, all too often, many individuals have been encouraged to not hate poverty, but to hate being poor themselves. And so when they look at him and his particular meteoric rise to wherever, they can perceive that as, at least for the moment, a glimpse into what it might be for them when they get it. Because of course they are one record but, deal away, one yeah, photo what, shoot away, or one me, whatever you know what away. It is to me for in certain regards. Poor people, and we all have been poor. Mm-hmm. Poor depending mm-hmm. on how the shit the week go, right? Mm-hmm. Poor people aren't afforded the ability of time and space to believe in their That's ideology. That's right. That's absolutely right. Independent of mm-hmm. someone trying to infect them. Mm-hmm. They don't understand 
the dead Coke brother guy, mm-hmm. that motherfucker believed in ideology. Mm-hmm. His ideology drove his money. And he had his time. Well, let me, he, I, he had his I, time. I, his I, time was his so own. So I just want to push back a little bit on the idea that... So I watched the, the whole press conference, right? From start to finish, just to be able to get additional context. And what I saw from, from the press conference was that I thought that Jay was an incredibly... Um, was an incredibly, um, let's how do you, what's the word? An incredibly like um, calculated person. But watching that let me know that either he's not, or he's slipping, or he just he's flawed, like 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 all like of humans? us, right? Like humans. And I say that because there were parts of that. There were there were opportunities there. To really, I, th- I think, to really accomplish the thing that many people want to see him accomplish, which is bring equity to spaces where there is none. And I don't think that he was necessarily equipped or qualified to do that. And that's the problem with celebrity worship. We expect celebrities to do the thing that we should be doing as civilians who are equipped and qualified to do it yes. ourselves. And so I say that to say that... At when asked specific questions like, would you kneel, right? For me, as a civilian or for any person who, who, um, who is informed on the issue, you simply say, if you would or you wouldn't. And for me, I would say, hell yeah, I would kneel. Why the fuck am I standing up for a flag? Why am I, why am I pledging allegiance to a flag that doesn't even but speak? But if you don't know American history and you don't know... Well, that's the, pro- that's the problem. Or, or, or maybe you do, and you are comfortable with that. Or maybe you yeah. don't. You no, 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 no. No, that's that, true, but like, a lot of times but, I think that that other side has to be considered because oftentimes that became the argument in defense of Obama. And it's like, no, sometimes people are making choices. Sometimes people are like, yo, I want to be over here. Yeah. Well, I want to no, be over here. But, 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 and then the, the question was then asked, um, the question was then asked about, um, about police brutality about what's happening in our communities. And it kept, the, the, the question, for me, I felt like Roger Goodell was on, was on message. He was on message the whole press conference. He kept saying, entertainment. We want to have good football, and we want to have good entertainment, mm-hmm. and we want to have some, some social impact. The players are concerned about their communities. <laughs> right? Like, that was like the... That was the foot... So that was the footnote for Roger Goodell. But then, when it came to um, when it came to uh, Jay Z's talking points, it was like, you know, I want to change the narrative. I want to want to do these things. But the narrative, it seemed like to me, that motherfucker got to check this to be cool. Well, let me say this: I, the, the narrative it seemed to me was, oh, some, certain things are happening, and we wanna we wanna address them. But when asked specifically about what's happening, right, he was off message. And so we're not talking about. Uh, we're not talking about bridging communication gaps between abusive police officers and kids who 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 are who are being victimized in communities. No, we're talking about bringing equity to a space. We're talking we're talking about um, legislating a change, a, a legislating change in police culture and characteristics that's deeper, and that's that's more about values. And so when you so when you so when so having a conversation about that. And that room would have looked completely different, and it would have had to include Colin Kaepernick. Say, but, but even, Yo, beyond, even, even beyond that, like having that conversation in that public forum, 
in my opinion. That's a like, branding opportunity. That's, that's, like, yeah, but here's my thing, right? No, no. That's a setup. For, I mean, I feel like that was the setup to say, this is our public coming out. We're together. We're partners. And now all of the people who might may have felt marginalized by the NFL and what the NFL does in terms of its policies and procedures don't because now we have yeah, a yeah. partner that yeah. looks yeah. like you. You know, what that, you know yeah. what that was for me? And that's been done forever. That's, There's nothing you know new historically. You know what, mm-hmm. what it does for me? Is that that was a, that press conference and that whole thing was an acknowledgement that a, that Americans and it includes a majority of Black Americans are not informed about the shit they need to be informed about. And right. That ultimately, you can Jedi mind trick everybody because no one is thinking critically. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, like if you believe the issue is. If you think the real issue is cops killing black people with no accountability, that means that you don't understand what this shit is. Because Mm -hmm. this shit is way deeper than cops having the backing of the state to kill black people, whether they be 12, Mm -hmm. whether they be Clifford Glover and Mm -hmm. 10. Mm -hmm. Whether they be Emmett Till and no one goes to jail to years later when everyone's dead, you're you're misinterpreting what white supremacy does and capitalism does. And if you really focus on it, it has nothing to do. Yo, the, the killing of us by the police officers is the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. The real issue is that yo, y'all motherfucking league is owned by a hundred percent damn mm-hmm. near. White guys who mm-hmm. fuck with a racist. But you can't but, and, and eighty percent of your labor. But also is black. the poverty. Yo, why is crime going the way? Look, the Department of Justice and all these statistics that go to Washington, that go to these police officers, that go to these activist groups. Everyone has the same data. We know what produces crime and poverty. We know what it is. So unless you are implementing things to implement, to change that and affect changing that, you're not doing shit. Well, of course not, so, because now you're so, talking about systemic so, change. So you're talking right. about systemic change. So, so a motherfucker getting a nice check to run a goddamn halftime show when the motherfuckers watching that halftime show is eating buffalo wings, mm-hmm. talking shit about their best player, best team. Mm-hmm. That's gonna affect social justice and change. Well, 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 it will. Well, here's what it will do. It, it can affect people's perceptions and propaganda. Does does how it, that has has a form of programming? But, how? but here's the problem. For me, the problem is this: is that if you're not informed on the issue, how are you gonna address the issue in your in your on your on your entertainment platform? And I, that's the reason why I say that is this: is that I felt like. Jay-Z was there to represent a power play. But, but no, for himself. And corporations. Oh, whatever. Whatever that is, right? But at the same time, what ended up happening is it ended up flipping. And I think that that's where he was ill-equipped to be in that room and have that conversation on our behalf. He was in that room and equipped. No, no, no. When I say that. In the immortal words of. (laughs) Phase on love, activate Solange. <laughs> right. On that note, on that note, we we're gonna take a break for uh for some music. We're gonna play some Jay Z. We're gonna play Jay Z either. All right, we'll be we'll be back.
know, he <laughs> said it all in this summer for y'all. Scientifically explicit. Coats, can barbera, space ghosts, gross, marijuana, I don't make jokes. Terminator, slayer, lightsaber, swinger, hand solo, fuck, princess, slayer, in the funk of millennium. Super fluid flow, liquid helium. I don't swim good, I float like in an aquarium. Point of origin, affiliate, swift and changeable, chameleon, illegal alien. My alias, Marcus Aurelius, Aurora Borellis, make me drift when I inhale a mist. Horus fall off, going off a Zola, fucking horn door, fuck them all in the wall off. Backbreaker, Nikolai Volkov, trap raper, Mr. Wonderful, Paul Bondorf. Pot smell, cocktail, Molotov, trippy like a hundred hippies, hypnotize on Molotov. Marvin Mocha Marley at the Mardi Gras Secret seminars with my dogs by the reservoir Lead them to the water, can't make them drink it, dog. This is overproof alcohol mixed with methanol Trip the Walgreens, what a raw scene Candy dropping soda pop mixing promethazine Fiends give different things, sheen flipping on the string Freaking all, got the sickest fraud on my ding-a-ling Sing a song of sing-sing, pockets full of posies Poker joker perpetrating like he acts with Foley Zanny got him zoning, rolling over Cyber high, dead men walking, and woman from Mountain High, interstellar fender bender, crash dummy junkies, for the monkey water base jump across the country, 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 country. country. Yeah. yeah. Top of the food chain, so hot you cop a cop to watch you watch it, you do chain. Shoot that man for portraying the rough shit. Wu Tang Clan ain't nothing to fuck with me. Uh, African thug life, I don't spear chuck, I air fucks in the cat fight. Sting like B, float like butterfly, ah. Sling my D, I hope your mother hop in. When I lift the ratchet, your soul disappear, I can miss the magic, man. I'm in your nightmares and daydreams. Uh, I'm right here, my spray things. Uh, top five, I'm top gun. Rappers get shot all the time, but not sun. Uh-uh. Slap the shit out the punk. Now your eyes celebrate Black History Month. Yo, man. Like, you see all them old creeps over there, man? You know, and you know they ain't cool with us, man. You know they gonna want some static, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. So I mean, like, what do y'all want to do with these motherfuckers, man? You know, it's up to everybody what oh, we going to do. Now, we got to lay cool. He tired of being cool, man. Every time we turn around, you telling us to be cool. Shit, man, we tired. We're back. Hold on, hold on. I just, you know, we're going to end on this Jay-Z shit, right? We, but I want you, I want, for me Keep personally, from a personal standpoint, I don't give a fuck about that shit. I really don't, mm-hmm. guys. I, I say this from the bottom of my heart. Yo, I love y'all. I love y'all children. I love y'all children's friends. I love my children, their friends. Yo, I love us as a people the same. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Because nope. when I study history, those motherfuckers don't move the needle. Nope. Yo, it's always been a nigga that made money. Bojangles was one of the most paid motherfuckers. Yep. Around during his time, and if you're looking for that as your measure, your, your, measure, your, your north star, yo, you about to be lost. You yo, may as listen, well sit down. So that's that. That's my point. My point is that in that room, he was equipped to represent himself and his interests. Exactly. Not equipped to represent the interests of black people, and that's why 
that's where the celebrity worship is going too far because if we had the person who was qualified, who had the history, who had the education, and I don't mean formal education, mm-hmm. I mean yeah. understanding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I'm the person who was informed enough on the issues and what's happening Yo, and close enough to the issue, right? If we had that person in the room, that conversation looks different. Yeah, but, but that partnership never happened. But here's, here's what I also want to say. You just said a very key word. Fuck that room, man. Like, we be on some, yo, yo, we, somebody needs to be in a room. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Negro's been in the room yes. from day one. Somebody and American, brought you in the room and, to, and, to, to, and to the American, the you were You didn't come into the room busting down the door, shooting the shit up on some B.A. Baracus A-team shit. You came in the room because you got an invite to the room. If you got an invite to the room, you're not in the fucking room. You're a piece in the room. You may so as well if, be a piece of furniture. Listen, if you think... You're there in domestic capacity. Yeah, look, you know what? All right, I'm going to read... He's a domestic I nearly capacity. forgot I was here in a Yo, domestic this, capacity. The room. I'm here in a domestic capacity. Yo, the room. Listen, I'm going to read what... I, I, bro, we all, I think we all get down with this guy, Anthony Rico. He's getting an yeah, award bro. this weekend, actually, in Harlem, too, for a legend in Harlem. He is a legend in general, but he's also a legend in the death penalty work and the trial work uh, nationwide. It's our guy, Anthony Rico. He said, This episode again demonstrates the lack of the stability of the ability for critical thinking in our community. Carter G. Woodson discussed this in his classic entitled The Miseducation of the Negro. Fact. The Gallup polls from the 1960s showed that more than 70, 75% of the American public were against sit-ins. 74% felt Negroes should stop demonstrating altogether, as 85% believe that they are hurting the Negro cause. 85% against peaceful nonviolent demonstrations. 61% opposed to the actions of the Freedom Riders. 50% felt that Dr. King was hurting the Negro cause. 56% felt clergy should not participate in march, marches for civil rights. Only 23% favored the March on Washington. Following the opinions and feelings of white Americans, millions of Negroes, yes, millions, opposed. 50% felt that Dr. King was hurting Negroes' cause. 56% felt clergy should not participate in marches for civil rights. Yo, I want you to think of that coon-ass black pastor next to Trump. On 20, to Only 23% favored the March on Washington. Following the opinions and feelings of white Americans, Millions of Negroes, yes, millions oppose the nonviolent methods and go and the goals of the civil rights movement. We move in too fast. The overwhelming majority of Negroes loathed Malcolm X and the Black Panthers and did not have a clue who Nelson Mandela or Kwame Nkrumah were. Millions of Negroes gave Dr. Martin Luther King hell and did not support him at all, believing that we should sit down with strong Thurman, Lester Maddox, George Wallace. And yo, when you, when I mention those names, think about Make America Great Again and motherfucking Trump saying you niggas have nothing to lose by getting down with me and what I did for you um, to show you how much things have changed. Russell along and other to work things out. Millions said away from millions stayed away from the 1963 march on Washington and blamed the civil rights workers for bombing for the bombing at 16th Baptist Church in 1963 my point throughout our history there have been those who have been intelligent enough 
courageous enough to stand up, kneel, sit in, lay down, and fight against change that millions of us were unaware of or lacked the heart and courage to do. Many stayed safely on the side, providing self-serving criticism of the beautiful actions of others. Others were recruited to undermine those efforts and to use their influences and sway over the Negroes to derail the efforts to demonstrate. Many of you remember the Million Man March. Many were recruited and appeared on TV denouncing the march, using every cliche and silly mind trick they could employ to dissuade blacks from participating, as was done with Civil Rights March of 1963. There were Negroes then who said we have had enough demonstrations and that it was time to move on and that these causes will only hurt us. Those views were strong then as they were today, as they are wrong today. Perhaps the multimillionaires view that there is no longer a need to protest, but that that that's not the world that many of us live in and we are not impacted nor influenced by such ignorance. And thank God for that. During the enslavement of our ancestors, there were those who were close to the master. They worked in the big house. They ate high on the hog. They found a comfortable place, both intellectually and spiritually, in their self-realized comfort. Then there was the rest of us, who Malcolm reminded us, who caught hell. But for the courageous ones, we would still be huddled around the master's table, waiting for his scraps and the rest of as Eric Garner's family, Trayvon Martin's family, Sandra Bland's family, Michael Stewart's family, Arthur Miller's family, Amadou Diallo's family, if we pass the need to demonstrate, this person has long demonstrated that money is more important than principle. If wants to give up his if he wants to give up his right to protest, go ahead. I'm sticking by the courage demonstrated by my ancestors. Keep your money. I'm good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Well said. I don't give a fuck about nobody's well money, said. man. Well money said. ain't never save us, man. No. And if you think it... But again, at the level of the individual, people have to make decisions for themselves. And when they begin to lose that capacity to ascertain what is even in their own interest, you're in a really unfortunate state of affairs, which is where many in this country find themselves mm-hmm. right they cannot look they cannot look objectively at someone else's circumstances and realize that oh it doesn't matter what they eat when i go to use the bathroom it's not coming out of me mm-hmm. they lose that ability so they can't make <laughs> and historically maybe people couldn't make the 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 connection now they can't even make the disconnect this man's whole world is utterly disconnected from yours in every fashion <laughs> imaginable right you know what i mean but and, and to quote, and, and, and to quote, well, not to quote Malcolm, but Malcolm spoke very clearly on his opinion. I don't fully agree, but I get the point. He said all these entertainers are puppets; they're not leaders. But if, if, and again, for 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 those who they love America, even and we were talking about this during the break. Even one of their own founding fathers, Jefferson, said that a well-informed electorate was a prerequisite for democracy. So when you start talking about the role of entertainment today in American culture. Overwhelmingly, it is used to keep people uninformed, disconnected, and largely unaware. So 
this is diametrically opposed to what you would need as a prerequisite for democracy. So you can't start mixing those two. You can't start but talking mixed. about these entertainers but, but and listen, democracy but, but, but and all about, this. But thinking, about, but thinking about America, where it's at right now, mm-hmm. America's leadership is someone right, who right, exactly entertainment <laughs> yeah. and yeah, certainly, yeah. fake democracy. And one last point, though. Even, like, you know, I was born in 78, right? So my whole exit, like, I came in and a freaking cowboy, a TV cowboy Reagan. was the president. Reagan. So, yeah. I mean, I think I think about it like this, too. If if you needed heart surgery, would you go to a basketball player? No. Yo, I'm going to tell you something. I swear. Yo, what I said, I, I think a lot of people <laughs> would trust. I think a lot of people in this country... No, I don't mean no disrespect, but with trust, some TV doc. You know how many people would like if you had a TV show and you look like a nice, comfortable person. I, I, go, I would go to Omar Epps because he was on Grey's <laughs> yeah, Anatomy. Or, or you'll take his opinion, right? Or I'll ER. Yo, I go. I, 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 take what you doing, man? Yo, I'm going to I'm going to Omar Epps because he was on ER. Like he for the stock. But but and he from Brooklyn. But but that's but that's the analogy, right? We have deep. We have a deep. Social divide, <laughs> inequity, racism, mm-hmm. fascism running rampant in this country, and we are looking to rappers, mm-hmm. we're looking to entertainers to solve our problems mm-hmm. instead of people who actually study the and, issue and, for a living. And, and to not, yo, hey, to, to, to so that's that. What I just want to say is that's that's my point. Like about the the Jay Z thing is whatever. Jay Z got it. He's trying to get money. He's trying to do business. Whatever, right? But the problem is that. We are allowing, like, I, he's he's a great rapper, right? He's one of my favorites, right? But at the same time, I I, I wouldn't go to him to solve my life's exactly. problems, and Just that's like, that's my problem with the. That's my problem is that, that yeah, he he should accept some responsibility because he should then be looking to partner with the people no, yes. who have that's the information. Assuming his politics. No, no, no. But I, I'm not assuming anything about no, 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 him. I don't no, know. No, but you said if he well, chose to. If, that's what right. I'm saying. So the fact that he did it and the fact that he decided that that was going to be. His 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 spot to do whatever right, right. Is, is on him. If so, so that's my thing. I'm I place the blame and I place the problem there on the NFL. Mm-hmm. I place the problem on us for buying into the that. people. Of yeah. course, always the people. The power the power is most certainly absolutely at all times with the people. Yeah, the but, people but, have to give up but, their but, power. But, and, and it's not to be like you know. Listen, at the end of the day, he's he's finding his role. You gotta have a black role for that. They gotta yeah. be the guy in blackface to do that. At the end of the day, yeah. what is who's the white face? The white face is someone even less qualified than him. The white face is somebody who ran around with Roy Cohn. Mm. I don't know if many of you who know who Roy Cohn is, go study who Roy Cohn is. Yo. Roy Cohn was a was go study yo, go study who Roy Cohn is. That's who Donald Trump looked towards as a mentor. And before Roy Cohn, it was his daddy. And his daddy was on some racist shit and, and, and redlining and, 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 and shit. And he said his mother, his mother taught him to look up to P.T. Barnum. But, and P.T. Barnum. <laughs> but I'll say this. To, to, to double down on Keith's point, it is, it, I love that analogy of you know, who the heck would you go to? You are in a position of need. Uh, especially if the person, and I'm definitely not going to keep talking about this man. But <laughs> last point. This man has actually committed a large part of his musical career to making it abundantly clear 
that I will do and have hey, done nearly anything, anything necessary for money. my personal gain. Like, in particular, like, let's be very, very clear about this. <laughs> I will sell whatever to whoever, whenever, mm -hmm. however, as long money. as I as an individual advance. Mm -hmm. Now, somebody's telling you that. It's on you if you choose to say, oh, look, I'll get behind you. Let's yeah. go. That's on you then. And, and, hey, and he's you. for the culture. <laughs> yeah, he's not for the culture. You know, for me, ultimately, and I may sound controversial in this, black people are talented as fuck. We always have been in this entertainment world, business world, internet, computers. We've done it all, right? Like, he's, he's, he is doing what makes sense and what capitalism requires. Mm -hmm. Like, yo, at the end of the day... For his individual yes, advancement. Black pain and desecration of our souls has always been a commodity. It's always been a commodity. And some do it better than others and some has a, have a flair with it. But we... We don't... We don't... It's up to us, man. Like, I, that's Absolutely. where I'm at with it. Absolutely. It's up to us. And right, exactly. And it's bigger than this individual. Any individual. It's, as a matter of fact, that goes all the way through to... Your, your, your presidents, your, your popes, your prime ministers, whoever. These individuals, these characters, once they step into a position of service, they are not here for you to love them. They're really not there for you to have, you have whatever feelings you want. But in terms of practicality, you hold individuals accountable. This is what you should be doing. This should be your measure. That should be your metric. Do you I benefit? be in love with a goddamn politician, no, or, or any service provider, or anyone who you have, yeah. particularly if you never met this motherfucker. Yes, save those for your loved ones. Say that for grandma. Say that for well, grandma. Well, you, grandma. You know what? You know what? You know what? I think it boils down to too is that is a, is a, there's a degree of laziness yeah, attached is. to that type of idol worship. The reason why is because it's much easier to uh, idol worship somebody and, and hope and expect that they do something for you as opposed to doing it for yourself. And that yes. is the problem with people saying, oh, we need a new president. Oh, we need a new yes. this. Oh, we need, no, we, we need you. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, <laughs> somebody should do but something. Even, yeah, you. But I, don't you, don't you I, exist? Do something. I, I even look at it like this. Like, yo, y'all up here talking about Malcolm and Ida B. Wells and all these great people who sacrificed and died. Why'd you, why do you preach those people because mm -hmm. of their ideology right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. all right so this in this modern day times and these people who you protecting and who you arguing about and who and all that who you never met what's the what's that person's ideology that's right exactly what's their both, ideology? both stated and active yeah both stated, stated and, and active. active what's mm -hmm. their ideology now some of these individuals they've made a recording of them you don't gotta mm -hmm. wonder you know what i'm saying for others yeah. you might have to look and see you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? What's but yes, that, ideology? Should be, that should be the criteria. What's Reverend Al's ideology? What's these people? What's Kamala Harris' ideology? Mm -hmm. Cory Booker's ideology? Yo, nah, right, sidebar. Mm -hmm. That Reverend Al dancing clip. Oh man, big ass head. Come on, man. Yeah, oh man, that joint looked like CGI. Somebody doctored that though. Somebody doctored. There ain't no doctor. Nah, that. what do you mean doctor that? Mm -hmm. Doctor that. Photoshop. There ain't no Photoshop. Oh snap! <laughs> Yo, but we know what? In a real weird, weird way, how I look at it. I just thought about this. I thought about it before, but I'm really... The Reverend Al movement and what a lot of people thought he was doing, which is he didn't get to become the Democratic guy where motherfuckers is coming to have fried chicken and hot sauce <laughs> being mm -hmm. just the guy throwing flames. 
he got that guy because white America said, hey, he makes enough noise and he, have had, he has access to the blacks. Yeah. yeah. All Jay-Z did was commandeer that guy. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like he did what Al is doing, but in a different kind of form. Sure. And mm-hmm. I don't want dis- to I don't want to disrespect our elders, but we've seen that unfortunately all throughout history. All got access history. to the blacks. Yes. Yes. Certainly. Absolutely. And and and, and speaking of Reverend Al, I can recall I, I got to look it up and do the knowledge, but I can recall a commercial. I think it was him and white preacher from like 700 club these guys doing a commercial like, yeah, I'm on the left I'm on the right and then in come whatever <laughs> message they're selling so these individuals certainly are doing what's most advantageous for themselves it's for them yeah at, at the level of the individual you should be looking out with for your the, village your back, community look, look, look. this is the this is the all inclusive yo we gotta have a seat at the table we gotta change it from the inside yo, yo y'all, y'all negroes been changing it from the inside yo, supposedly you chop down the tree thing you chop down the tree Got the daggone oil, made the table, cleaned the table. Master came, took his nasty boots on it. You cleaned it off after you took It's your table. Either take it or do something. But quit. Can I, can I sit there? But, again, you know, to, to, to each their own because I don't want to come off judgmental either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what do I know? each his own, man. Do your thing, man. What's up? Oh, so, yeah, let's get to a tune about capitalism and celebrities. All right, yo. <laughs> Whoa, that's gonna be it. So it's about three artists. Oh. <laughs> Education. They go in one way, they come out crazy. Beast preparatory school, emperors and conquerors, pharaohs and followers, goblins and monsters, stone heart jewels and gold for the fools. The bones of the innocent is buckles on their boots. The jail overcrowded, they emptied out the school. See the devil twitching, ears itching from the truth. Strange fruit, cyanide souffle and soup. It's tasty for a few, a murder for the group. A dead end street with a lemonade stand. Where is the sky and upside down land? That question is hard if you can't see the stars. I'm really not sure. Ask me tomorrow. I may not be here. I'm feeling like I might just leave before I start a fire or a fight. Or both of Nashan. I couldn't just chill. Everybody giggling. That kid was getting killed. And I knew when I stood they would turn on me. And I don't need no more trouble with my sleep. So I did what I did. And that's what it is. Tell the sheriff and the deputy. I don't give a fit. To my mama and my kin and all of y'all and them it's like this Get free or stay sick And that's shit And education Peace parishioners, onlookers and listeners Visitors keeping the consumption conspicuous Kids graduating from public schools and prisoners Underprivileged, aboriginal, indigenous Sent images of that family that got adopted The president of some non-profits is out of pocket I heard the world ending this trend and I try to watch it I focus on sinning when winning was not an option The system we compete against is farm the table hand Picking them ingredients, civil disobedience Encyclopedia definition ingredients 
greediness, gluttony Please take heed of who you treaty with Me, Freddy Flocko in shock, never forgot though The Plymouth Rock landed on top of New Morocco Couldn't see who was firing shots, the shooter got low And left a burning cross on the lawn, just like a pothole I may not be here, I'm feeling like I might just leave Before I start a fire or a fight They say in the six bands, I hire for the flight So I may be a hitman for hire for the night If you're figuring this man's maniacal, you're right Barcodes on a wristband, it's not an oversight They intentionally expand, probably to extradite If you wanna play blind, just look straight into the light The puppeteer's playing you for spite And worldwide, what we're paying is the price And that's life And education Wooden leather buck talk, China white with cut talk Can't train a hoe, can never put me in the slug walk Education, trapanomics, narcotic plug talk My hand was right back in the bird soon as they took the cuffs off Gotta feed your fucking wolves or they gon' feed on the niggas So yo, so we back, yo, fuck black excellence All you black excellence advocates out there talking about black excellence cause, Let's uh, talk about some other blacks, talk about the black smoke that spit up in the freaking air Yes, yeah. what's up with that? Yo. What's up with that? Look, 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 let's talk about that Yo, yeah, everybody it's drinking in my home country, yo. Nah, I want to talk about Popeyes yo, versus dude, Chick Fil A. Popeyes versus Chick Fil A. Oh, oh, Come on, man. That's real news. That's real business. Like that's that's our world problem. Nah, but the fact that we can't decide on which chicken to kill, on, eat, Who and owns butter Popeyes up. And Chick Fil A. The Coke brother. Nah, I don't know. Yeah, you probably, you probably fucking oh. right. But 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 we won't we, we won't we won't go there you know we won't we won't go there crazy but for for those who are concerned for those who are concerned with what's going on in Amazon I hope freaking everybody on Earth is concerned you you know shout shout to to, to Rebel A shout to Jung One please go check out Rainforest Alliance do a search for them check out Rainforest Alliance a lot of times when we look at the devastation that we see going on in the world it can feel like yo this is crazy I'm sure everybody hears the news yo these are the lungs of the planet. Some of that is a bit overstated. However, it is not overstated. It's astoundingly far more important than probably everything else you're seeing in the news. But you don't have to feel unempowered. There's some organizations, a chief organization, Rainforest Alliance. You can go there. You can find you multiple what, ways you, you can support. You know what my issue is, too? When you look at what's going on in the world ecologically, mm-hmm. where is it happening at the most devastating places? It's happening where people of color live. Certainly, certainly. Now, listen, I also don't, I think white supremacy has been on a, a, a death wish to get money from day one and absorb and exploit everything in its path that no one's safe. However, you're going to see those grotesque examples of how the environment and the ecological system has destroyed indigenous people and people of color. Well, yeah. Like well, you've seen yeah. what, what was going on in the pipeline and when mm-hmm. you went to some with your daughters and your family, oh, your Standing wife. Rock. Yeah, of course. Standing Rock. Yeah. To, yes. to, to a large degree, when we look at the pre, we look at the colonial, fine, we can find, we saw the colonial world up until now, to a large degree, black and brown people have existed, unfortunately, as far as ruling white powers have been concerned to service them and we've serviced them from where we existed where the land was the most lush where the resources were what everyone needed and we would ship it back and you fly right now over haiti and dr and you fly over haiti that mess is freaking bald as a as somebody with alopecia and you're gonna see all of the freaking and that's because all them daggone trees that were there somebody 
plopping their feet up somewhere in London, putting their, you know, stinking boots on it. But well, the reality mean, is, where we've been, yeah, these places are beautiful and you know, they're lush, but we've been sitting you know, those resources everywhere me, else. This is where I'm like, yo, you know, you know, the combine. We 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 really believe in education as a foundation to, of changing things. Um, we've been in Brownsville for a minute now. We're trying to get in Red Hook. We're trying to get in Harlem, Newark, you know, Irvington, Passaic, Patterson, wherever we can go, right? Detroit, um, Chicago, Peace to Muffy, uh, like. Oh, Peace Muffy. Yeah, like like you really think about this thing, right? Yo, you learn about school, oh, the spices and the sugars and the rums and all this other So basically, our society is based upon a small group of people feeling in luxury. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You can look at whole wars. You can look at actual freaking wars centered around the pineapple. If at any, Yo, so, the Dole so, family. The Dole family was they destroyed yes. indig- so, indigenous so the, the thing, the, So the thing, the thing that was most Pigment. disturbing, I guess for me... And, and, you know, this is I haven't researched this enough to, to really verify, you know, the surrounding facts and context. But apparently there was a lawsuit um, involving this, these indigenous tribes and their rights to these rainfo- to the rainforest and, mm-hmm. to, you know, into mm-hmm. the to, to these areas in Brazil and the Amazon. And they won. And then shortly after winning these lawsuits to preserve the rainforest, they were either set on fire right. and so or that's fire a, right. precipitated. So I don't, I don't, I haven't verified exactly, that and, that's, and that's why exactly, and that's why personally, I'm not going there too much. It's it's more than enough conspiracy theories that exist, and at this point in time, it really doesn't matter because the fires do exist, and they clearly do need to stop. And that's why, you know, from as far as I'm concerned, so that individuals don't get so overwhelmed that they get lost in basically lost in the news, mm-hmm. they can become active. We, we can say, look, here are some places you can go. You, you can look at the, uh, the Protect an Acre program. You can look at Amazon Watch, Rainforest Trust. Like, There's a couple of organizations that you can look to before you get too deep in the news, th- which might lead you nowhere other than feeling utterly demoralized. But while you are passionate about it and you see, hey, something needs to be done, you can go and you can do something. Because, yeah, you're talking about Well, again, I don't want to get into all of that. You know, what's over? I do feel it's an overstatement when you you hear some of these things like, you know, this is the the lungs of the planet. Scientifically, that's that's going a bit far. Mm -hmm. However, and you shouldn't have to go to these insane extremes in order to make it clear to people that this is much more important than a lot of this other silliness. I think that the the point was, though, is that no one was paying attention. Yeah, I was going to say, ironically, that's kind of fair in this climate to go... That far because what well, no I, I'm, I'm gonna tell to you the problem though everybody I'm else is going that far whatever I'm, I'm gonna tell you the problem though is it turns it into swimming. another yeah. exactly yeah it, it you, you exactly you create this wild dynamic yeah. where you have to make all, so now what happens everything's like a, so now a you you get you get oil pumping in in the freaking Gulf down there mm-hmm. from British Petroleum but <laughs> unless it can do it for like people watching the countdown ticker <laughs> unless it can happen for like a month straight or something you like nah that ain't news there's yeah. like two months I right, now I'm in it's like no. You, you got to have your own value system that's rooted mm-hmm. in, uh, yeah, astounding biodiversity. This is the freaking rainforest. Yes, I don't need, I don't need some, I don't need you to pump this up, CNN. I don't need flying graphics and all of that. I don't need that. You I don't know what my it. problem is, too? It's like you watch television and you think you're informed and you are a smart person, <laughs> human, and you think, you think you have more fear 
of the black poor person in the urban <laughs> ghetto, Mexican or black, then you have fear of the motherfucker on Wall Street who bought this short something. A commodity gonna trader who's going exactly the oil market and people halfway across the land the country and the world and there's an embargo that's gonna destroy a bunch of kids in a in a forest somewhere. But we don't think about that because we look at that the context of that is we don't even see imagine if the nuances of the Dow Jones was up for Oh my Lord um, comprehension. Please, please. Meaning when you know what I'm saying? Like, when you say that, when discussion. you say when you say the dial went up or went down, Yo, what does that fucking people, mean? People's intelligence went up a hundred points this Yo, week. Like, no, I'm saying like, what, imagine if people really understood what was going on 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 Wall Street on a daily oh, yeah. basis. Oh, yeah. You're making decisions that are going to directly impact the real lives about real resource on this planet that we all need to survive and these cats are concerned with an MS-13 gang, gang member that they're never or going some, to meet. Or some kid in Chicago or Brownsville who you ain't never even been around. Yo, yo, I get it. And you I can't find El Salvador on the map. And yo, I don't say that to make an intellectual hierarchy. No, 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 I say that to make a point that's about America. your perception of, ra- of what's rational Absolutely. to be concerned with. Absolutely. That's America. Look, we forget in America y'all motherfuckers is burning witches. Yes. You, yo, she's a witch. Burn her. Mm-hmm. And we'll get right back to it. And we'll get I mean, right back to it pronto. I mean, I, I, I don't know that... I don't know how anybody holds America in, in, terms, of a, in terms of a moral hierarchical Purpose. position when we have um, tra- concentration camps yes. at the border. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, right? I don't Absolutely. know how anyone holds American high moral regard when America became a power based upon the genocide and the wiping out of indigenous people and enslaving and terrorizing of other people and implicating it in its law. Mm-hmm. I think what we're dealing with now, and it's something our brother Steve was talking about with us earlier this week, I think it was early this week, is that, you know, World War II, what happened out of the World War, America became the destabilizing, powerful voice of reason in the world. Mm -hmm. And now we're witnessing that unravel. Exactly. Yeah. But but what it shows to me, when you look at it from an objective standpoint, it shows me that America never was true to those principles that it was about Mm -hmm. because it's not like it's democracy evolved Mm -hmm. it's democracy devolved in a lot of regards (laughs) and the money to control the people like the Koch brothers and all these other people involved I don't know what Warren Buffett the the guys with the money whatever they about the libertarians the, the conservatives the feudalist society people whoever they were about they were about keeping this train going so that a certain class of people to, can get wealth. But it never changed the social hierarchy of what was in this country, which was based on oppression and alienation. Yes. And in particular for us as black people, like in particular, our situation was miserable when cats came back home. But back to your yeah. point, Big Keith, about, about being able to control that story, America after World War II became poo. Like, like, like we're talking about the height of propaganda. Like anybody yeah. who's ever sat in any, in any mass communication you got, you got program. You got to think about Woodrow Wilson. You got to think of McCarthy. Yes. You got to think of Roosevelt. You got to think of uh, like... 
Um, it's a lot of people. You yes, study. Edward Yo, Bernays. But but think about it. And today, today, when most people today think of the most diabolical, vicious, you know, you know, institution governing people, so many people in this in this country, black people, they say, oppressed people, they say a Nazi. Nazi. Now the third right might have been active at at best. If I want to say a stretch, I'm gonna say ten years. If I want to say a stretch, come on now, yeah. come on. Nobody come on. Long come on. We got about 230. Come on. Yeah, like, come on. It's a long so, so Dr. King, and yeah. this is why cats hated him, and towards the end, he said it. He said, he said America was the greatest purveyor of violence on the planet. That brother no had question. a way with words. No and he and he hit that right on the head. He didn't have to put it poetically. Mm -hmm. He didn't have to put it poetically. So Yo. You know, but again, that's that ability to control the story. So it, you can yeah. you can create that we story. Here fighting for Speak, speaking of Chicken stories. Sandwiches. There's a, there's a show. Have y'all watched this show? It's a show on Amazon Prime called The Boys. I heard it. And it's Someone about watches that. Yo, man, this show is so great. It's about these superheroes. And it, it reminds me of America so much. It's about these superheroes. And they were, like, revered by the world for, like, you know, being the good guys. But behind the scenes, they're really, they're, they're assholes. They're bad guys. They kill people. <laughs> they rape. They pillage. They do all types of wild shit, right? But... They have a branding company called Vought, which brands them, and they make a lot of money. Oh, and that wow. reminds that's me. That's funny. <laughs> wow. that's so it's wild. like the Justice League, but it's like the real behind the Justice League. It's crazy. And it's on, it's on Amazon Prime, but it reminds me of America. America, the brand, right, is the Stars and Stripes. It's the yeah, shit that they want us no, to stand yeah. up and, and, and pledge allegiance to. But America, the business, is the thing that takes our labor that kills us, that destroys us, that doesn't that doesn't factor us in. Mm -hmm. um, no, and real, yeah. the I the problem is right. We want to be factored in instead of, to your point, right, developing our own system of values that is completely counter to that narrative of what mm -hmm. America is and to what capitalism is and what exploitation is, what classism is, and what inequality is. Yeah. And that's the problem. We've bought into a value system that doesn't serve us. Or doesn't serve anybody and it's not sustainable and until we until we come to a space where we actually can be in this we can actually exist in a space where wild shit is happening and we say that's not right that's not cool i'm doing something different until we get into that space right we won't be free and that was yeah. that to me that goes back to the the shit that's happening in brazil the rainforest yeah. the jay-z nfl shout out brother all that. shout out brother our brother decker right all What's that up, decker? All that stuff, right? Until until we until we're able to objectively look at shit and be like, no, here's why that doesn't make sense. Critically and analyze it, and then create our own. We stuck. Yeah, so we, what it means, we more than stuck. We, we <laughs> on the we on the death line because uh, we integrated into a burning house. Yeah, yeah. Last, the last uh, king quote. You know, <laughs> unfortunately, the only thing that's gonna get us out of this is innovation, and I, I'm not even I'm. I hate being called a cynic because I think in today's world, a cynic is just someone who's trying to figure things out and they just not with what everybody is professing. And that doesn't mean they necessarily right either. But we're in a wild position where, you know, like unless we are innovating, we are steadily going down a path and a road that if you understand the rules of nature, the law of nature, forgets. A karma. I don't believe in karma because I don't think we're in a, a balanced world for karma to actually work 
Like, how do you make karma work? Like, everybody has to be on the same equilibrium for karma to work. But we're in a space where, like, if you reap what you sow, America is probably going to end how it started. Mm-hmm. And it hasn't grown in 240-something years. And it hasn't lived up to those fake promises that it has. But a few people have done really well for themselves. Yo, I'll give you an example. I played golf with a guy that I really like. I told Phil about this story at a country club I was at. Fresh Meadows Country Club. And it shows how ill white males have been like accepted and, and, and kind of rolled it with this society. The guy who brought me there, I like a lot. He's a good guy. And he wanted, you know, we were talking politics. We were playing a, a golf round. And he's telling me how he's not into Elizabeth Warren because she wants to give everything away for free and that he worked really hard. I know. I know. And he really mm-hmm. believed that shit. I know. He really he believed worked hard, man. that he worked <laughs> so fucking hard. Harder than me. Harder than anyone else. And he couldn't fathom that, you know what? Damn, you work harder than a slave, man. Because the slave worked really, really hard, as as Mally points out all the time. And the slave ain't even get the 40 acres in the fucking mule. Damn, you work that hard, that hard. And she's just giving things away. And then the other guy, he's a typical white guy in this setting who was cool as shit before he had drinks in him. Like one of the most humble, nicest people I've met in a round of golf. Mm-hmm. And we finish, and there's drinks available. Mm-hmm. He gets to drinking, and we're outside. And he does what a lot of white guys who've never really been around different kind of black guys. Hey, man, you're one of us, Ken. <laughs> you're smart. Fuck you talking about, man. <laughs> what the fuck is you talking about? You're one of us? I'm one of us. Fuck is you talking about? Oh nah nah hey ha. And then he starts rubbing the back of my head. Yo, dude. I'm gonna be cool right now, but in another setting, I will beat the shit out of you. Get your fucking hands off my head, man. <laughs> the other dude who's with me, the white guy's like, oh man, I like you, man. You get your number. Yo, yeah, I, I get. yo, don't fucking touch my head. Start telling him, talking. And you know what he says to me? The next breath. <laughs> You know, I'm smarter than you. <laughs> now we get to it. You know what I'm saying? Yo, right. like, you could have came. You could have led with that. What's his name? Ron Burgundy. Yeah, 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 look, look. You could have led with that, man. Yo, I'm, I'm fucking smarter than you. Man. I'm smarter than you. You're right. not that smart. I'm smarter than you. He had drinks in him? Yeah. Yeah. But he was cool as shit. Four rounds of golf. You get the drinks in. I said, yo, man. You smarter than me. What the fuck that mean? You stupid right now. You real stupid right now. And I started, you know, I'm not going to say what he was talking about because then you know what I'm talking about personally. And he's standing there looking fucking stupid. And I realized with white guys is they are never comfortable with a black person who is not automatically fucking with them. Or who's not subservient. Yo, I, I had a quick note to that. 
That joint, I might have been, I don't know, freaking 20 or something. 19, Smart 20. Movie, son, this dude told me, this white dude, he was security guard. It was, you know, it was a random situation. But this guy told me, son, I bust out laughing after he said it. And actually, we actually ended up having a decent relationship after this. Because I started, like, crying laughing. This guy said to me, he was like, I'm not afraid of you, man. I'm not afraid of you because you're black. What are you talking about, man? Son, yo, I tears. I, I was really pissed because we was having a heated exchange, but I couldn't control it, man. My emotions overwhelmed me. <laughs> like I said, I'm not afraid of you, man. I'm not afraid of you because you're black. I'm like, oh, snap. Mm -hmm. That man vomited. It came all out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, listen, white guys, just be, just, just, you listen, if you don't come around a combine, man. Yo, at least be, yo, don't touch nobody's head. Yo, don't touch nobody's head. Definitely don't touch nobody's head. Unless that's what you're looking for, you're going to get what you find, what you're looking for. What you're looking for, you're going to find it. Like a universal beat. But no, but but for real, all jokes aside, back to your earlier point about humans and about this species. Yo, the fact of the matter is this. You might not believe in having any religious convictions, but Joe Bahan better believe in some science. And scientifically... 99% of all species on this planet, smart, dumb, big, little, have all went extinct. Yep. And if you think Every you special, if you think you special, yeah, we're you eating fucking plastic <laughs> yes. in the water. Yes, yes, we the are. The water got plastic in it. So yes. I get it. Exactly. But yo, don't fucking touch my head. <laughs> all right, so now let's play an Eminem song. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're not playing no fucking Eminem. Yo, shout out to Cirillo. Yo, I rap better than you. Yo, I rap better than you. Yo, yo you gonna put Cirillo on the podcast? Yo, for real, I don't, I don't, I don't, I've never played an Amazon song in my life. Gilligan. Still I peak reptilians in the fill again Blending in my quintillion ton brain Got me revealing men Quintessential Queensbridge poet Back to the grill again This songs with Chub Rock to Chris Brown Switch styles Yet to see any heavyweight make it to this round This that pure champion sound I wear the Chris out Raw one take I don't even need a mix down Demore not docile Volatile I kick down Amphibians reptiles Who make that hiss sound They eyes change color They pupils Start the slit down when I take cover and I lit off a fifth round. I got seven Mac 11s, about eight, 38, nine, nines, ten Mac 10s. The shit never ends. That's the piece to BI. The shit never ends. BIG shit. I got seven Mac 11s, about eight, 38, nine, nines, ten Mac 10s. The shit never ends. The world's going crazy. The shit never ends. Stop waiting for the hood to appreciate ya Whoever gets love in the hood, he's a freak of nature When I said I wasn't mainstream, lame scream What does he mean? Who does he think he is? His bank be hid, he hardly out He's still as hard as he was when he started out We count him out, we count him in Amongst the real, never my crown in doubt So around my house with my wins Lessons I got from my friends Do they love me for me or love me for them? Seven Mac 11s, about eight Thirty-eights, nine-nines, ten Mac tens the shit never ends. The world's at war. The shit never ends. Everybody pack. 
I got seven Mac 11s, about eight 38s, nine nines, ten Mac 10s. The shit never ends. It never ends. The shit never ends. What will it take to end? Can't see me moving, I'm like the fastest. I'm a 3D movie, no need of glasses They hate it before they hear it Clear that my perseverance is something they can't bear It's become apparently clear They fear me, I'm not dying Or rather, put my ears to the blaring Cops siren, my hair in the hot dryer Then hear all that pop sound and fake spear Pop rhyming, niggas should stop lying Why in a whole year you still in the same spot Trying to change but you not rising when was somebody real telling me not nizing? Cause you just started driving I been riding, been made it You and your pretend stages I did this as windbreakers Alright, we're back. Shout out to Third Base for that record right there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he ain't fighting no fucking Third Base. Yo, Everlast. You get the gas face. Yo, I fuck with Everlast. I love Gas face. And I got your publishing, Nas. Oh, man. He got Nas. He ain't got no Nas. He got Nas. He had Nas. That's what he said at that time. Search? Search Life. That's crazy. Cats be feeling grandioso. I fuck with Nas, man. Nas music is dope. I like the last album. At first, I didn't like his last album, but I actually listened to it. I actually like it. Sweet Chick is trash, though. Yeah, when, food, uh, is, food, is, food is trash. You might as well eat out of fucking garbage can. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> what Quick facto. Yeah. yeah it's Sweet Chick trash. Quick facto. No quick facto. No Nas is definitely one of the goats. He's a goat. But also, but quick facto, <laughs> Sweet yeah. Chick is trash or Flatbush. Yo, word life. Word life. We're like, how, how does that typically go when cats get into the into the restaurant space? Remember, Puffy had the had the joint. Uh, uh, Justin's. Justin. I actually used to. His mom had a just, spot yeah. on Flatbush mm-hmm. and Bergen that had good smoked yeah. chicken back in and the nineties. Good uh, cake too. Yeah, good. Just, Justin's was I, cool. I used to mess with Justin's, but yeah, that was before cool. my palate was trained for good food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit was. I was, was just some soul food trash. Yo, I used to I used to work at Bad Boy. We used to be able to go there and like you know eat for free. That it was cool to me, but I was also mad young. <laughs> I was mad young. That best part tastes like garbage. Hey, if you went now, if you went to a Justin's now, so like, Earl. you'd be they like, you'd be like, wait, what? Are they still around? I don't know. Nah, nah, nah. They can't. Nah, they probably got one in Atlanta. Or that was a crazy long time ago. They probably got some shit in Jamaica. Some crazy. Yo, shout. Freaking uh, the uh, the coolest OG in, in the world that used to be there. The, the, um, and I've come to find out it was freaking Kenny and Phil's man. Freaking what was his name? Groovy Lou. Oh, that's my big yo. Peace to Groovy. So Anybody know Groovy Lou? You know one, world. Of the, one of the dopest dudes. Ain't it crazy? Any crazy how you can have a how you can have a palate and a taste for something as a young person? Yes. And then you look <laughs> back now and you're like, damn, that was some bullshit. Yes. Like now, was, yo, yes. on a dummy though, you know what was popping? Shark. Yeah, Shark Bar was off the chain. Oh, and Mecca. And Mecca. Mecca. Yeah. Same. Yep. Same one. You talking about Lowe's? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, mm-hmm. that was actually good. Yo, young people mm-hmm. listening, like, what the fuck that are they is, talking yeah, about? Yeah, <laughs> 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 words. yeah you get catfish fritter. Get, I used to be broke as fuck, right? So I would go to the Shark Bar. Shark Bar was a 77 Yeah, 72nd or something like that, right? If I had $40, 
Yeah, it was not ball. a date night. It was a yo. We want a shark ball. Who's who's this, coming? Shout out the blue, the blue. What is it, Norfolk, son? What's the Jamaican spot in Norfolk? Oh, well, well, the guys we we were cool with. Blue light, blue moon. What was the blue song in Norfolk? Jamaican spot, Dutch spot, and then Norfolk, the blue song. Whatever, man. Like, we dating ourselves right now. <laughs> Yo, man, try to eat healthy. Because uh, you know what I, I wanted to talk about? Um, you know, Nima of recent, uh, our, a couple of weeks ago. It's not even a couple of weeks. Maybe a month or two ago, I was on trial. Nima, who is, she's my mom, but she loves all she's of us. She's the convine mom. Yeah, yeah she loves all mm-hmm. of us. She, she's definitely, and it's something to see your, your parents get really old and age and um she had a knee surgery which slowed her down she was she was driving before the knee surgery then she, she had to stop driving the knee surgery she was afraid to walk without the walker hunching over not standing up blah 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 I'm, you know on trial murder trial she she's you know Nima so fucking buck wild she calls her grandson, her oldest grandson in and say yo stone all right I'm gonna call an ambulance when the ambulance get here you go to school Stone's like, yo, dad, uh, Nima's bugging out. She can't breathe. And I, I figured it out. And um, watching your parents get older and understanding how there's been a level of stress that's uh, moved through our community like a vein, particularly for women. Mm-hmm. Because for me, um, and this is, I don't mean to offend women who are listening. You know, I, I'm, I'm very, I love black women on, on many different levels. Um, but I also understand how America exploits black women mm-hmm. for their brilliance, their strength. And for their perseverance. Yeah, their perseverance. Because a black woman will be the mm-hmm. one who is holding up the shit. When that smoke clears, she'll be standing right the there. She'll be the only one there. And what I also realize is that it doesn't address something. When you do that to someone as a human, you also... Um, you impact their insecurities, mm-hmm. and America has been a, has done a great job of really um, affecting black women in their insecurities. Mm-hmm. It's done a it's done a different job with black men. Yeah. Like, no, and, and, in, and, in, and in particular, we can get right to it. In particular, at the workforce, like a yes. lot of that no. caring and passion and concern and community building commitment has been used to say, okay, we need this in the workplace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will be that best and our, and, and manager. A of, and, and a lot of our whatever. women, they think that is what they should that's the aspire to. Yeah, and that's the qualifier. To their community, their families, or whatever, their relationships. And that's something else. But watching that, um, I will say the young women, yo, get your diet right, man. Get, you know, get your stress right. Like, you're not defined by what these corporations think of you. What some guy in a relationship who doesn't value think of you, your family member thinks of you, you know, like, because at, at, at the end of the day, as you get older, it will have an effect on your body, mm-hmm. physically, mentally, spiritually. So, you, no, it's you true. Know, look, yeah, don't try, try not to put you know, on so I'm a much feminist, that you can't man, take figure off. it out. I don't nah, know. Not for real. Not nah, for real. Like, like, you don't want to be out here putting. I grew up in a household with all women. Yeah, I'm a feminist, man. Forget all women. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I know. Yo, you know what? I'm a fucking feminist. That's the first time I said that. That's my words. That's the first time I said that. Now, let's add. Now, let's let's take feminist with a dose of. 
Masculinity. I'm a I'm a motherfucking feminine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yo, I am. I am though. I, I, look, yo, we, nah, but hold up. But but speak. But speaking of health and wellness, yo, shout shout the man. Shout the brother Roz Baraka. He got a serious. We have a serious issue on our hands oh, in North freaking water. water. The situation is yo, it's outrageous. Yo, it's son, because we I've been reading and listening about it for a while now. I, I feel like the last three three to four months it's been on the radar. Is it is it a structural infrastructure thing that's going on in the United States? Yeah, and which definitely. the United States has ignored its and, infrastructure. Uh, yes. Yes. Is it similar to Detroit and what's going on? Is yes. It, did did. You also gonna have those similarities. You're gonna have differences at the point of how do you choose to handle it from a bureaucratic standpoint. But the reason I say his issue is because he, you know, he he is at the helm and right Shout now out the Juba state. Dow. Juba Dow and the, the, Raz, the, the, Jube, the Raz, Raz administration. But you have a situation where the debate is between: Are you gonna let the state solve this problem, or you gonna let the private sector solve this problem? And Raz's position is, and I'll quote him: He said, "Let me be clear about one thing." The city of Newark is not interested in turning over our water source to any outside entity. And that's a that's a powerful position to what take. It's a strong though? position to like, take. What does that mean? That means that the city is going to resolve this. Now, that means for Newark, the, the, the citizens, I don't live in Newark anymore, but you all going to have, everybody's going to have to get behind shout that man and support side. that. If you, you know, shout, you know, yeah. shout Hassan. I can tell you. You know, it's a serious problem, and you can look at, you can look around, you can look around Newark at the neighboring cities, you can look all throughout Essex County, all throughout Essex County, you can see where there has been privatization of that water, and now, of course, and obviously the infrastructure and all that. infrastructure? Yeah, and who has the means? So, when a private sector... Does this country have the infrastructure? Because What do you mean? Does this country have the means? The means to fix the infrastructure. Course. Yeah, of course. But if you got if you got your budget being you know being spent on, on these wild weapons, military adventures military and all types of other madness, yeah. So at the level of at the level of you know the individual, that is a that it can be a difficult choice in terms of what are you going to support because you need water every day. So if this private sector can say, look, we coming in and next week this water is clean and we're starting to change these pipes and everything's a go, but you got to end up paying later. Now, fine, if you're a homeowner, you're going to end up paying later. Even if you rent, you're going to end up paying later because that rent's going to go up because they're going to get their money back. You're suffering. However, you're getting clean water now. Right. So it's a, it, is, it is not an easy decision. And we, is it controversial? we're in a pickle, man. Hmm? Is it controversial? Yeah. Of course, yeah, of course, because you got because you got the governor poking his chest out. Phil yeah, Murphy got I poking like, his chest but out. But I feel like I was listening to something he said the other day. It seemed like he definitely understands the value, the political value of falling in line with Roz. Like he wasn't saying anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. I misread it. I, no. I misheard it. I don't know. I'm not sure. I have to listen to it again. So um, right now, I think I don't mm-hmm. think that there's been a declaration of a state of emergency yet, but. I, I mean, I feel like you should do that study of emergency on precaution. Like yeah, once I hear yeah. they giving out water for free, right, right. then you know what? It's a state of emergency level. Yeah, yeah. And it then, may be precautionary, but you know what? Let's figure this thing out. But yeah. I, I feel I have a feeling that Newark won't be the last with a water problem. Oh no, no, nah, no. Nah, I this think year. it's an infrastructure Tip problem in America. And think about it. Tip you're looking at you're looking at such a big freaking city. Like this is this is Newark. So you know. 
a lot of these other a lot of these other smaller cities throughout the country that really don't have the means. You you know you're not even neighboring with your, your neighbor is some small spot you, nobody ever heard of. You, you have some challenges. You know what I wanted to say too on a, on another note. Um, you know, I, I think we're very fortunate that we have a community and a brotherhood where we we really genuinely are trying to figure it out as a community and, and individually and collectively. Um, when you look at the future of America, you don't see people who look like us. And when I and I'll give you an example of, you know, I really like the four uh, Congress women of color. I don't like them personally. I don't know them, but right. I do like how they seem to yeah, what push you're observing. Mm -hmm. the truth to power message. Um, uh, Presley, Talib, uh, Cortez, Oman. I like the the, mm -hmm. the young lady from uh, from Minnesota. I don't <laughs> care who you sleep with. I don't care about none of that. Some no, it's easy to like. You feel it's you do easy what you to do. like. <laughs> I don't know what their apparatus is because I know they also there's an apparatus behind them. Yeah, but mm -hmm. time will tell. With it, and time will tell. It's real early. But what I will say is, when you look at the future of America. You know who I don't see? I don't see young Keith. I don't see mm -hmm. young Mally, young Phil, Kenny, Asin, Barn, HB, Ronnie. I don't. Who else? Uh, I, I don't. Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. Um, Stone. I don't see. Freaking Hobbs. Hobbs. Like who? You know, I don't see black no. people, black men. Mm -mm. In the future of America, you see some black guys. Older but you ain't black, no, no black I see, men. I see, I see <laughs> the older black men. I don't see the mm -hmm. youthful black men mm -hmm. in that space with a voice yeah. and allowed to speak or mm -hmm. speaking despite. Yeah. Um, and no disrespect to these Twitter this and that and social no, media yeah. that. But I imagine a lot of them, if they're being if they're being intellectually honest, they will agree. America has. And a very a very effective set of machinery, and is committed to making sure that you don't really see black men. At best, you can see a black guy, and anybody in these positions knows that they feel that pressure to be one of the guys, but not a man. Because to be a man in this country is well, yeah, that's the prerogative it. of the white man. Yeah, you know? absolutely, all day. Yeah. So I, I would like to say, all those young brothers who are going to college, who are in the street, who know the street is bullshit. You know it's bullshit. You go to court every day. You see the bullshit on the court. You stand on the corner every day. You hear the bullshit conversations. Mm -hmm. You know it's bullshit. Mm -hmm. Don't feel like you better than where the bullshit coming from. Figure out how you can figure yourself out and and be a source of or a catalyst of transcending and evolving that bullshit. Yeah, exactly. You, all the tough guys who everybody is afraid of you. But you know this shit ain't right. Yo, reach out to somebody, man. Figure some shit out. Because uh, this country gonna go how we go. Nah, for real. real. talk. Yeah, for real. For real. Lose any, any, of these, any of these ideas that have been advanced to you by cowboy culture of what a man is. And, yo, it is not to your advantage. And it, culturally, it's not yours. And that's why that suit don't fit you well. And you could do much more than play basketball and motherfucking yes. spit rhymes into yeah. your forties and, and, and and bust your gun, you know. 
but 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 back to back to to the point about to to Kenny to your question about you know the the infrastructure piece absolutely and we 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 know absolutely and we've seen it first off we've seen it and it's at least one one issue that most people regardless of where they stand politically can agree that new deal those series of new deal programs worked yeah, but where did the, they where, where did all the Obama stimulation money go? Oh, well, I mean that's a whole nother day. We'll be in a I whole see, nother. I, listen, listen, podcast. we live in Brooklyn, guys. <laughs> Traffic is different in Brooklyn. There's a guy with a yellow vest on every day directing traffic. Mm-hmm. What are they building? You know what they building? Motherfucking condos. Mm-hmm. They not they not digging up and, and fixing the pipes and all this other shit. When what you talk it? about New Deal and all these different programs. Uh, Obamacare, all of these things. If the design was, if the design was for um, equity, fairness, justice, mm-hmm. restorative justice, and those things, right? They'd be designed differently. They'd be designed to be sustainable. There'd be no expiration date on the programs. Mm-hmm. But when they're designed to reinforce wealth and to bring back a sense of uh, designed class class based society. Certainly. When it's when when it's designed that way, one, it's not designed to be sustainable, and that's why they all have time limits. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, anytime I see a program that but, says, go ahead. no, no, what I'm saying, but but real quick caveat, I definitely don't compare. Oh, not I definitely don't seriously compare Obama's program to freaking New Deal program. That's more in. Well, even the New Deal, I think the new the New Deal was in response. Yeah, but even the New Deal was was in response to the crash. The New Deal was in response to what was happening that was ultimately having an effect on the ruling class. Certainly. So when the ruling class starts being affected, that's when they definitely, definitely. But however, the ruling class has been affected historically many times, and many decisions have been made that have made sure that they were completely taken care of but if we look over the long haul there have been times when we can say that there like this was a public work program or a public work movement where we did at least benefit as opposed to selling hopium like flat out like you can't even see anywhere that you're benefiting in any capacity Mm -hmm. like no measurable capacity so that's why i say on those lines it it ain't even comparable like it Mm -hmm. ain't even i mean godly it ain't even worth a freaking paper writing on so, you know. And, and, you know, um, I don't know how much time we have left. One thing I want to say is that, yo, we're, we're um, me, Uncle Keith, Big Steve, um, Madman Alex, <laughs> um, our, our OG, Tony Rico, and a, a bunch of brilliant other attorneys that we, we have a community with in within the Combine community. Yo, let me tell you... Um, if you think criminal justice reform is coming from entertainers and talking heads and the president of the United States, then you do not understand the diabolical nature of the legal system, particularly in the criminal justice system that America is and exists as. Um, this system, uh, you can have all the progressive DAs that you want. And one of the one of the progressive and, and in a lot of regards, someone who um, Keith introduced me to, who I became friends with, Ken Thompson. He was sort of like the the the, the black sheep, and really bringing the pro, the, the progressive uh, prosecutor thing to the forefront. In that you know he 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 
created a unit that said, you know what? You guys, we we falsely, this office falsely convicted people. We're going to create a unit to, to, to correct that. And he was kind of the start of it. And you have the guy in Philly. Um, you have a good friend of ours and, and, and someone um, who I came up with in my legal profession, someone who I, I, I'm really close to as, as a brother. Um, not, you know, look, and I'm... I respect him as a person. Uh, I love his family, um, his children, Eric Gonzalez. But that being said, if you think criminal justice reform will be done by the people who are responsible for prosecuting you, you are fucking bugging out. Like, that's not how we change the, the, the metrics of this system. We change the metrics of this system by addressing the risk factors that even put people and the and the in the crosshairs of the criminal justice system to begin with and we do that from our community we do that through education we do that through accountability we do that through figuring out we do that through innovating and creating other forms and systems to deal with what's going on in our community outside of 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 this paradigm and you have to understand when you're watching the news and reading the papers in New York particularly and it's not just New York the Mullins, which is the head of uh, one of these unions in NYPD. And then you have Lynch on the other side, who is a straight racist. When you black and you watch Lynch and the visual of Lynch and Mullins, you, you feel uncomfortable. And you feel uncomfortable for a reason. And that reason is, it's a mob mentality. And that mob has guns and they have the backing of the government. And they are pissed off. That there are people in the government who are saying this isn't right. So they are going to, they're sending out, Mullins is sending out racist videos to his officers. Sending them out. And people are watching those. And those people are watching those racist videos of patrolling your neighborhoods. Patrol your own neighborhoods. Teach your own children. Educate your children to what these people are and what they're about because they have not anything of positive of, of a positive nature concerning us and your children. And there is a pushback from the fraternal order of police, not just locally, but nationwide, because what is the thing that gets a judge to elevate, which gets a prosecutor to elevate, which gets a cop to scare you I keep you protected from the scary niggas and you guys gotta understand that and understanding that doesn't mean yo this not right yo yo no understanding that is closing the curtains closing the door and going inside and us figuring out our own mm -hmm. um Innovation in nature yeah, and, yeah. and, and yeah. the value system. Yeah, and building, exactly, building so up your community. For that me, goes to the beginning yo, of the conference. Mullins is not to be trusted. You know that. Uh, Lynch is not to be trusted. De Blasio is not to be trusted. None of these politicians to be trusted. Exactly. That, that brings it right back to the top of the combo, like Big Key's point. Mm -hmm. You know, don't look for heroes. Don't look for heroes in your church. Those don't look for heroes. Heroes. Don't mm -hmm. look for heroes in any of these official buildings. These individuals, at best, are, are service providers. 
you should be chiefly responsible for maintaining the order and the health and wellness of your village, your community, your family, whatever it may be. That is your responsibility. It's, the, it's responsible for individuals. On the next joint, though, because we I know we're about to wrap. I, we definitely want to get, get and, to. And yo, go but, get the book. You don't. You think I'm bullshitting? Go get the book without sanctuary. Go get that book and read through that book and flip through that book if you want to understand what America's about. No, that's true. But on that note, um, we're going to say, we're going to play this joint by... Um... Nah, 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 nah. It's this new joint by, um, by Bismarck featuring, uh, featuring um, Jay-Z, Nas, <laughs> and Big. Nah, nah, nah. Speak, speak, nah. Speaking of books, you know what, I, know what I started reading? I got through. I'm, I'm now... I'm probably like a quarter of the way. No, I'm a third of the ways, and it's broken up into into to three parts. Uh, Warmth of other suns. I know I'm late with it, but I, I finally I don't got think to I it. I read that. Super dope. I'm Super ready. Dope. I'm reading a few things. Super dope. Uh, Who's it by? Is that not, that's not Kalito Sini? Uh, Wilkerson. No. Isabel Wilkerson. Mm-mm. But I did want to get to. There's been so much going on in the tech space. There's been so much going on in sort of general science space, everything from obviously the microplastics. We we really should get to some of that next time. The Did whole vaping thing. No, look, look, we we are we look look, you know, cause people are gonna be like, yo, fuck the combine, man. No, first they came, I, I yo, we, should, are we taking a break? Apologize for nah. being off this whole summer. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> are you serious? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Are apologize. you serious? <laughs> yo, look, 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 look. Everybody, I just want y'all to say, yo, look, Uncle Keith. Yo, I love him, man. <laughs> Uncle Mally, Phil, he controls the podcast. He has, yo, look, he has all the equipment, everybody. Yo, the motherfucker be on some other shit. He doesn't want us to be out. He's been running around with clear um, situations that we can't really control, and we have not. The views of this before. podcast are not no, reflective of the views of the that. Brooklyn Combine. Why we ain't been out? It's because of Philip Shunk. <laughs> Period. Listen, sorry everybody for for taking a brief hiatus, but we back. Now nah, we back. Yo, you know we gonna cover next time as well because I want to talk. I know a lot of cats they do the vaping thing, and that's all good. But... Yo, people are people are fucking dying. For well, yeah. Nah, it's, nah. It's, all right, so Yo, let's let's the, really the exit. The vaping thing is getting out of control. There's yeah. they're clear like there there's enough studies out now showing that you might in terms of like lung disease you might be. You might be so better what, off you're you're some cigs, telling but... me the shorty shouldn't be in the pool with the with the hookah, the hookah shit. Yeah. Nah, son, you bugging out. Let's play, let's play uh, let's play my favorite artist, Post Malone. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm my favorite urban artist, my favorite black artist, Post Malone. Post Malone. Post Malone. Post Malone black. So on that note, on that note, yo, we're combine. Phil Ian bad nuts from Bazzini. What is this? Bazzini's a, a very Baz- respected Bazzini. brand. Bazzini, that shit is stale. It's very respect. Don't it's the finest man. quality since 1886. No qualifier.